Hello and welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Hello, Linda. How Friday, Friday, fun one. Is it a fun one? Well, it is a Friday. It's some sort of bizarre end of world thing happening in Melbourne, but you know. We've opened up, and I must say, I hate that phrase, Freedom Day. We've opened up to like gale force winds and trampolines flying in the sky and stuff. Exactly. This, there were, <laughs> there were. Yeah. It's all been a bit bizarre, but uh, here we are, end of the week. End of the how's, week. How's your week been? Not too bad. Not too bad. I did some cooking yesterday, finally. I did a little bit of research. Oh, and uh, what was the answer about the bicarb and baking powder? So, baking powder is bicarb soda mm-hmm. with a dry acid added to it, like cream of tartar. Okay. So, you know how we were talking about chewy biscuits? Yes. And we were talking about diluting the bake, uh, the bicarb, sorry. Yeah. And then you add it to yep, the and butter it and it foams. Yep. Okay. That automatically happens with bicarb soda. With baking powder, if you don't have... So it's the acid in the butter, basically, okay. that actually activates it. Oh, okay. okay. Baking powder has already got that acidic part built into it. So I was kind of on the right track that there is a chemical difference yeah. between okay. the two of them. But yes, baking powder is... Bicarb soda with cream of tartar in it. Okay. So if you're going to substitute one for the other, you have to be very careful, I guess. What yeah, you're doing. I have no idea about quantities. Yeah. None at all. Okay. But, yes. Oh, well, there you are. Thank you for that. Full of useless oh. information. <laughs> well, that's not so useless. Not yeah. really. Um, but no, did some did some cooking yesterday. I went to, because we're across the road from... Good old Preston, Preston Market. Market. Yes. Um, so I went and had a wander around the... Uh, there's a really good Asian grocer over in the other car park. So... Yes, yes, yes. A, I, I can't remember it's what huge. they're called. ABC. I don't know. Yeah, but, it's a huge shop. Yeah. yeah. And they've got dedicated aisles for like Korean and Japanese and... Yeah. Stuff and with labels that you just... Uh, you have to know what you're looking for or have... Yeah, I've got a... I had a vague idea. So I did a little dish yesterday with... Um, some sweet potato, just steamed, and then mm. I basically made a dressing in the bowl that I was, was serving the sweet potato in. So the dish was revolved around a steamed sweet potato. Okay. Just made a dressing in the bowl and then garnished it with a whole heap of like weird Japanese stuff. Oh. <laughs> so you can buy these <laughs> jars of like weird Japanese. It's you can buy these jars vague. of Japanese. They call them rice seasonings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's like sesame seeds, there's like dehydrated egg, nori, all that sort of stuff. So it's like a seasoning mix. So I've got one of them and I just tip a bit of that over the top. And uh, what else? I think it's togarashi. I'm not sure I'm saying it right. Uh, Which is very finely dehydrated. It's like angel hair, but chili. Oh, Dried chili. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah. Oh. Put that on top, but it was all about the dressing and the sweet potato. Right. But just as a, and it literally was. I mean, we've talked before about how long it takes to film a recipe. Yes, this was like probably the briefest one. It's less than five minutes, and it's not even edited yet. So it's going to be like 
a three minute video. Um, but super simple and del- well, delicious. Oh, wow. Are you going to put links up to what the little ingredients were? Yeah, I might take some photos? separate photos, I think. Photos might yeah, be good. Yeah, because they're, it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Because I've seen some of that sort of seasoning go on um, bread as well, some rolls sometimes. Can okay. you put them on there? Yeah, I've never seen that. No, I, yeah. think, I think. But there's lots of different sort of mm. types and there's, you know, freeze-dried yuzu and there's all, all manner of stuff. So I like, I quite like okay. just losing myself in there. I generally, because a lot of the writing yeah. on the bottles themselves, they won't, it won't tell you what it is. But if you actually look at the ingredients list, quite often that's in English. Oh, yes. Okay. It gives you a pretty fair idea. So I've got some really good Japanese soy sauce. Oh, just made a little dressing in the bowl. It was, it was good. Yeah. I've, alas, you weren't here. Oh. Too bad, so sad. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, story of my life. Mm. Well, in complete contrast, uh, I'm doing a very Aussie dinner tonight. Oh, you're cooking? Uh, yes, I'm cooking. Okay. Because we, uh, Dougie had, uh, he said, what do you want? And I said last week, uh, spring, spring lamb chops. Okay, which yeah. Which I um, coat in a bit of panko with... Um, a bit of egg wash and I put a bit of um, Dijon mustard in there and so we're having a very Aussie type completely different crumbed probably not even a steam probably steaming the uh, veggies but fry pan and uh, crumbed spring lamb chops so tell me about your Dijon mustard what do you do with it Oh, I've got you've got that look on your face. I'm asking. Oh, no. I'm, I'm genuinely asking. Okay, I take a little bit, just yeah. a little bit, like a half teaspoon of Dijon mustard, and I put it into the egg, and when I'm beating up the egg, okay. I mix it together and make sure it's all mixed in, and then I dip my lamb chops in that. So you're diluting the Dijon mustard massively. You're not getting yes, any real flavour from it. Oh, I knew that look. <laughs> so, can I make a suggestion? Well, it's Get just to, a, it's subtle. It's a subtle. You yeah. can, you can. And sometimes I even, okay. Just Alrighty. get some Dijon mustard, little yeah. pastry brush. Yeah. Put some Dijon mustard in a little ramekin. Yeah. Just dip the pastry brush in it and brush that over your lamb, your raw lamb. Yeah. Then into the flour, then into the egg wash, then into your panko. I normally don't flour these. How, how, do you, how do you get... Well, things to stick. Panko sticks to... Um, Incorrect see. crumbing technique. Oh, what have I done? I, okay. So the, the, the idea no, behind the chicken it and is... chicken things I do. Yeah. If I'm doing chicken, I'll season the flour and do yeah. that process. But with these little spring lamb chops, they're so fresh and they're only like, you know, yeah. this big and... So what's a bit of flour going to do? Well, I just sort of... So the flour okay. makes the egg stick... And the egg makes the breadcrumb stick. Okay. But you're stepping a fundamental step in crumbing. <laughs> you're missing a fundamental step in crumbing. Maybe we should do a tutorial on how to crumb. Now, I'm pretty sure there's about a gazillion of them online, so you can look up. Yes, but you know I only go to one preferred <laughs> website. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure whatever crumb things I've done on that website always involves flouring them first. It might do. Yeah. But you know what my memory's like. But I would suggest to you, you're, you know. like you're pretty much... Like wasting Dijon mustard. You may as well take that little half teaspoon of Dijon mustard that you put in the egg wash. You may as well take that and just put it in the bin. Because I don't think it's doing anything for you. It's a subtle flavour. Oh, it's super subtle, I would suggest. I bet you're not even tasting it. 
Well, sometimes if it's a... So just brush your, okay, I'll brush your lamb tonight. chops okay. with the Dijon, season your lamb chops. Yes. And then into seasoned flour. Okay. Mm. Yes. Okay. And then into seasoned egg and then into panko. So season the flour, the, the chops, the, the egg. egg. Yeah. And Obviously, don't go too hard, but a bit, yeah, a bit of seasoning. Yeah, and then into the panko. Correct. Would you also uh, grate in a little parmesan in the panko? Yeah, sure. Yeah, oh. but remember, it will. I was worried about telling you I did that it, too. It will, it will cook quicker, like it will colour up. Yeah. Um, so you just need to not go so yeah. heavy-handed on the heat at the start. No, I don't. I put yeah. them in a, on a fairly low heat and just get the oil. Just Dougie's going. fry pan's the one to use here. And not just, not quite big enough. Uh, okay. It's right. just, you know, and uh, Dougie did buy two each and I looked at him and I thought, mate, you could eat those Seven. four, yeah. like, without blinking because he loves them. Yeah. And, uh, so Who said, doesn't love a crumb lamb cutlet? Seriously. Well, they are a little bit 1970s, but they are... Oh, they're the best. Oh, okay. But they are still... If they're done properly. <laughs> 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 well, um, but they are perennial favourite in our family household. They are yummy. Yeah. And sometimes if I get want to get fancy, I know you have done a recipe before where you've French. Is it the right term? Frenched. Very good. The um, the bone. Yeah. So they are a little bit yeah. But I don't often do that. I'm just like nah. It all goes in. Yeah. Into my egg. Okay, I'll try that tonight, and I'll tell you if we can uh, how they go. Yeah. Cool. It'll be better. Well, that's what I was doing tonight. Simple. Yeah. I don't know what, what I've got. Oh, flounder. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, you do fish really well. Yeah. yeah. This is the market yesterday. I had some nice flounder. So I thought, yeah, flounder. Flounder mm-hmm. and I've got to finish the rainbow mint flavoured ice cream cake. I was going to ask how that's going because I saw in the kitchen sink. Well, there's half of that. A bright pink. Oh, yeah. Bright pink bowl of. Bright pink bowl of. Uh, and I thought, wow, oh, is that healthy? <laughs> Well, they kind of like, I don't know, they, they sort of seem to be... Oh, yeah, that colour. Yeah, I don't know what's in them, actually. This is a, this is a bit of an investigation. You drops, so they're... Probably, oh, not if it's anything bad. Oh, oh really? No. Nah. Well, because you I essentially well, I, use vanilla ice cream, so it's white. So to get a deep colour... Oh, yeah. You've really got to add... I mean, you oh, saw right. me come in with the violet we're, we're problem. trying to do that violet, man. Yeah. That was... So, I don't actually know what they're made of. Don't look. It might scare you. I don't you. particularly You're care. You're feeding them to your only child. Yeah, but it's not like he eats them every no, day. But he's going to oh, have here we go. in mass quantity with this cake. Glycerol, lecithin, and colour. That's informative. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, look. That's, well, that's almost done. So, it's birthday weekend. So, cake and snacks. Yes. Whatever. Treaties. Treats and he wants soft boiled eggs with toast soldiers and a bacon on the side. Oh. For breakfast. What a gourmet baby. Well, he did, I was oh. thinking about this actually. Like it's sometimes you know you have you do a cake or you do events or, mm. or you know, you're doing a dinner or even for Doug, right? Sometimes when people are specific, it actually makes it easier. Oh, yeah. It's so much easier. Yeah. Okay, great. I sort of know what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't have to think and stand there at the food aisle going, which one? What yeah, do they so want? Yeah, so when you've got your 
five-year-old yeah. turning six-year-old who knows exactly what they want for their birthday, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and yeah. their cake. Yeah. Like, I just let him go, just, okay, what do you want? Like, last year, he wanted yeah. a Hulk smash birthday cake. Yeah. So we had a Hulk fist coming out of a chocolate birthday cake. Like, Amazing. if you know, it's easy. Yeah. See, I, um, we had the beautiful little Flint Eric around on Sundays, one, and he'd never blown out a candle before. It's quite funny when four adults... <laughs> Especially COVID times, you got know, some baby we like spitting over... Oh, yeah, but no, well, we just bought <laughs> a cake. Over the we just cake. bought a cake and we thought, yeah. you know, see that? See, my friend's kids aren't really... I don't have that. So, no, I just, we just got a cake and put the candle in and um, all four of us were sort of, now, this is how you blow to a one-year-old. Yeah. So Just that term, think about it for a second. <laughs> I don't mean Listen, to bring the level down. Let's but... <laughs> just get it right back up there. But uh, that's interesting about... Uh... Yeah. Okay. So... Well, I will try that with my spring lamb chops. And um, I've got some biscuits to bake on Monday. Anzacs um, by any chance? Oh, Anzacs. And I'm going to try the... Uh, make sure there's... I'll see, I'll see what they're like. I've got to practice... Um, Measuring them out and doing that volume and testing that as well, making sure I've got that. Testing the maths. I know, testing <laughs> the maths. But you know what I did find interesting? You and I had a uh, discussion, I don't know, two weeks ago, about what is volume, because you bought all this ice cream for yeah. the little one's cake. Yeah. And so Dougie, who's an ice cream fiend, um, he had bought some ice cream and, and it was a one litre tub. And I said, aha, and I told him about our conversation. So I ferreted around, got out my little scales, put it on, 638 grams. And so Doug, being science Doug, was like, well, maybe it's the content. And, the, and he's like, no, it should be just, no, it should just be one litre. So one my theory behind this now, and I've uh, did something here about it. So th the story is, is that I was buying yes. one litre tubs of ice cream to make this rainbow ice cream behemoth. Six one-liter tubs? No, he's not getting a liter of each color. Okay. Yeah, no. Nah. Okay. So there's, well, there's seven colors in the there's rainbow. There's a whole lot of different ice creams in there. Oh, okay. Seven Half. colors okay. in the rainbow. So he's getting about 400 grams. <laughs> We've had that discussion yeah. up there as well. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I got the tub of ice cream and it said a liter. Now, I was then weighing out my 400 grams for each color and noticed that there was not a lot left. And so what I think, here's what I think, because I've made ice cream a million times myself, but this is where I'm, I don't, I'm not sure, right? So a litre of unchurned creme glaze. Yeah. Okay, so it's like a litre of any liquid weighs one kilo. And I think when you churn ice cream, you add air, right? Mm -hmm. And you remove, to a degree, some volume and replace it with air. So I think what ice cream manufacturers do is I think they take a receptacle, a tub, that holds one litre of liquid. And I think they then fill it with ice cream even though it doesn't weigh, like yeah. churned ice cream, yeah. even though that doesn't weigh okay. a thousand grams. Yeah. That's what I think's going on. But there, there's 
there is one way to test it, and I've got it actually. You just reminded me because I've got an empty ice cream tub in the bin, so okay. I'm going to clean it out, empty it out, put it on the scales, I'm going to fill it with water, and I would wonder if that doesn't hold a litre of liquid, then I reckon I'm getting ripped off. It's interesting because we have had discussions before about shrinkflation, how prices shrinkflation. Stay- Prices stay the same, but everything's gotten smaller. Yeah. 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 It's right across the board. Toothpaste tubes, smaller. Everything's smaller. Never thought about toothpaste tubes like that, but but okay. Same price, but smaller. Yeah. Shrinkflation. And uh, this could be it. This could be just keeping the price the same, but maybe a smaller. Maybe maybe it's just a descriptive label. Maybe the one liter is descriptive. You know, it's not really a quantity. It's really just telling you it's. It's about. kind of like when they put the word light on food. Yeah, or diet, or yeah. You know, what does something. that actually mean? Exactly. What does it actually mean? Yeah. So, so I, I, I will test that out. I'm going to test out whether the container that claims it is a liter actually will hold a liter of liquid volume, and if it does, then I'll excuse it. <laughs> Okay. But if it doesn't, how can you in any right, how, how can you advertise that it, it is a litre? Even taking into account the aeration that you get when you churn ice cream, right? Yeah. So if you take that into account, if it can't hold a litre of creme anglaise, liquid ice cream pre-churn, then how can it possibly hold something that gets more volume because of the air When in it's it? freezing. Yeah, when it's frozen. Interesting. I reckon I'm being stitched up because there's no way that tub looks like a letter. Well, the little one that Dougie had that had letter on the bottom, yeah. and then it was 638 grams, and there wasn't a lot of room in the top. Well, the, the tub thought, that I had, like I said, mm, okay. I, and I showed you, I took the scales yeah. into your office, yeah. lid on, full, unopened, yeah. including the carton, yeah. weighed 611 grams. That's right. Mm. So there's 400 grams somewhere. So even if even if I fill it with water and put the lid on and it weighs a litre, okay. Yeah. But if it doesn't, I'm interested to know how you can claim that it's a litre. Because I bet you yeah. if you got a litre of milk and you filled a milk jug, which holds one litre, with water... I bet you it holds it'll, a litre. It'll hold a litre, absolutely. So why... Why is ice cream different? Hmm. Alrighty. That's something to solve for next week's Friday. Well, that's, a, that's, that's exciting for everyone, I'm sure, <laughs> isn't it? No, but I think it's... When you think about these things, you know, you do feel a little bit like, hey, what's going on here? One litre of ice cream, you think, might go, you know... How many kids, yeah. people, you know, you're sharing, and all of a sudden you find, hey, we don't really have that much. It's because... Yeah, but I mean, especially like we produce recipes, right? Yeah. And every it's recipe, recipe is... Yeah, every recipe is weighed. Oh, and everything is in grams. Everything. I've learnt that. Yeah, so... I've learnt that. Which is... I mean, and we've talked about it before, which is why we don't use cups. Yes. Like still to this day, yep. no, I, I, I see yeah. my partner and she will be measuring flour from the flour container into a Pyrex jug that says cup. Like you couldn't do more wrong if you tried, <laughs> right? 
Because that's actually yeah. meant for a liquid measurement. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with the cup cup. But the problem is, is with as we know, cups are inaccurate. Yeah. There can be various different weights depending and on... This size cup is very different yeah. to the cup I drink my which is, tea out of. Yeah, which is why like, you yeah, come so across people cup? that yeah. have been cooking for a long time. Yeah. You know, if you think about sort of the Country Women's Association scone, yeah. you know, bake yeah. off, right? You can go with the most, to the point one of a gram accurate scone recipe, as an example. But they've been using the same cup yeah. with the same quantities over a period of t- like yeah. decades and their mixture always works out the same. But it's because they use the one. But they also have an intuitive knack of knowing from from years of doing yeah. it, this this is a bit moist and well, the flour a bit more, is different. Else. Yeah, butter's different. It's, it's like, amazing. Yeah, you know how much they people who've been doing something for a very long time just know intuitively. Yeah. Whereas we look at it and go and like I do with your when I'm watching cooking with steam videos and I've got my iPad. You know, next to the recipe that I'm cooking. Oh, so you're the five percent that use a tablet. I'm the five percent that use it, but I I don't know. I just love it. You know, the iPad up and and I watch what you do, and I've got all my bits out, and then I start, and I, you know, I use it to break it down, and, I, and that's how yeah. I know when I'm trying something new, and I'm not going to stuff it up because I I follow the recipe that I'm watching. Yeah, I find that so much easier. Yeah, I know everyone me, goes about it their me. own way. But, yeah, but that's me. Yeah. But the point is, is comes back to what I've always said about recipes. They are. No, you think they're just a guideline. They are a guideline. I think they're absolutely... So you that's know, your like, accountant's <laughs> like... That, absolutely. I follow that. You say yeah. process, step one, for, step two. For baking and pastry sure. cooking, absolutely. Sometimes I leave out step three and I'll skip the eggs and yeah. my cake won't rise and I'll be like, Paul, what's but going on? But for baking and pastry but, cooking, yes. Yeah. But for everything else, that sort of savoury cooking, it's, it's a guideline. It's easy for you to say that, buddy, because... Yeah. You do have a chef's uniform hanging over there. Yeah. And I don't. Well, you've got your apron. I've got my apron. I, I love how, yeah. just so everyone knows, Linda was going to wear an apron because we're filming. This is our first film podcast. And, I and I'm like, I'm t- like, what are you wearing an apron for? You haven't cooked. Well, what have you cooked? I know. Like, you haven't I've actually, cooked, you've I've, never cooked on, in I've this got kitchen. Accounting, I've got an accounting joke for you. I've cooked the books. Oh. oh. Um, I've never On actually cooked note. in this kitchen. No. Oh, that's in fact, so that's, bad. I know. That's why I don't tell jokes for a Um But I haven't actually cooked in this kitchen. I'm ready to walk away now. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> well, <It's> terrible. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Yeah. It but was. it was pretty obvious, really. No, it was really no, it was bad. pretty obvious. Yeah. Well, just I've told worse. Yeah. I have told worse. Um, but I haven't cooked in this kitchen, you're right. No. I just like coming in and watching what you're doing because it's making it yeah, you're nice. weird voyeur. <laughs> Stalker. Well, right. happy, uh, happy cooking happy and cooking. Um, have a good weekend. And you. And, and I hope those answers work cutlet, out well. Lamb and lamb cutlets now. Oh my gosh. I'll yeah. try to take photos for you and show you. You can wear your day. apron at home when you're actually cooking. <laughs> when I'm actually cooking. Well, thank you for don't that. Try and, don't try and pretend to the viewing public. <laughs> you no, no. I. But I have it. It's great. See ya. See Take ya. care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in a modern world. We'd love you to subscribe. And for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com. Mm-hmm.